Thanks for tuning into this podcast from KYMN Radio. Consider subscribing to get notifications the next time we post a podcast. And if you enjoy this, please leave us a review on Apple Podcast and share with a friend or on social media. Jessica Paxton with you, host of All Wheel Drive weekdays, 3 until 7 p.m. here on 95 The One. Good morning and welcome to another regular wrap on the uh, first weekend of October already. Can you believe it? I cannot believe it at all. It's two minutes after 10, 68 overcast skies. Looks like much of the same for the remainder of today. Maybe even a chance of some showers later on today. A high of only about 71, a 60% chance of precipitation throughout the day. Tonight looks like about a 40% chance of some rain cooling off to 57. Tomorrow, showers likely, but then uh, tapering off to partly sunny skies and a high near 70. And then for tomorrow night, it looks like a low of around 49. And for Monday, it looks like a high of 70 and sunshine, or mostly sunshine, throughout the entire week. So that might be a great opportunity to uh, get some people out on the uh, track, uh, not on the track, but out on the road and do some running. We've got a cross-country coach in here, Nicole Porath, excuse me, along with Adriana Fleming, the captain, and Juliana Tassava. Is that correct? I got that right. That's yeah, Julia. Uh, Ju- Julia, sorry. There you go. I got one, <laughs> okay. of, one out of two. So um, we got some great weather ahead, but, uh, you know, for some great opportunities. You did a little practice this morning. Is that right? You did a little, uh, what, 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 what did we do? You had a meet last night, but then you had some practice today. What did you do after a meet? Today was just a maintenance mileage day, a little bit longer, six to seven miles for most, and just easy aerobic mileage that we're logging. So do you... Uh, uh, do you run with them or do you just oh, yeah. take pictures? <laughs> no, no, I, I run with them. Usually it's, uh, usually it's my second run of the day. So I'm still competing, not quite at the level that I was at, but I'm still logging a lot of miles. I was going to say, uh, looking back at your history, you are a, an endurance runner. You are a runner by, by, I guess, not only by trade, but you are also a coach. But, uh, it was a 2012, I believe that you had qualified for the Olympic team or the Olympic. Well, how, how, explain how that all came about. Yeah, it was a crazy dream of mine after I graduated, heard of the Olympic trials, but I was not anyone that you would expect to make the trials. I wasn't even All-American at the D3 level, so it was literally a dream that someone should have laughed at me for having, but I just put my nose to the ground and just trained hard and trained smart. I learned everything that I could about how to be more efficient with my running form, how to eat better, how to just all of the little things that now I (laughs) teach these ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) that I coach uh, and ended up qualifying on my first attempt for the Olympic trials, ran a 244 at grandma's, which is 615 mile pace, and then got to compete at the Olympic trials. And I didn't know that normally when you make the Olympic trials, you are not a uh, 40 plus hour week finance (laughs) professional, usually a professional runner. So got to sign a shoe contract with Brooks after I competed down there and got to compete then for two years. And where did you compete, or how? Where did you go, or like who did you run against? Were you still running against international runners? Yeah, and the highlight was probably being flown out to New York City for the uh, professional women's division of that race. So I was one of twenty-two American women that were flown out, and again, just someone that had a little bit of talent, but not that much. I mean, I grew up in a really small town in Marshall, and. Uh, my parents are very unathletic, so to have, like be one of the 22 that New York City is reaching out to to say, hey, we want to fly you out to re- race against our pro team was just surreal. Um, or the fact that I rode up the elevator with the world record holder. Oh, really? <laughs> um, Did you get their autograph by any chance? You no, know, well, I asked him for a picture, uh, and he goes, oh, so he's going to take one of my husband and me. And I was like, no, I want one with you. <laughs> <laughs> You're the celebrity. Did he, did he, uh, did he, did you get it? Yes. Yeah, so oh, you did? Yeah. Is that in a frame somewhere? Uh, no, but I have some uh, signed things from Olympians <laughs> that, uh, you know, at these events that I would ask for. So so as a, as, as a member of the Olympic trial team, um, where where did you where did you rank among you know like actually going to the Olympics? Uh, so I placed 69th, and only the top three go. Oh wow! So nowhere close to to uh, making it, but still to be the 69th fastest woman in the U.S. is still. Where do you rank crazy. now? Um, <laughs> I don't know if rankings go down that how you, far. <laughs> how how uh, so we got our, our we got our two captains in here. Does she uh does she get out in front? 
and pace you and say, okay, catch me. If you can catch me, we can win. Huh? Yeah, she she runs with us, and then she kind of matches our pace and talks to us on the way to make sure we, like, keep going, and she pushes us during the run to go faster. So, so what exactly does she, what, I mean, what does she say to you? I mean, does she say, like, hold your head up, you know, put your arms out stronger? I mean, I mean Focus on form a lot. There's yes. a lot of form talk. Really? Um, running tall, running strong. Mm-hmm. I didn't know there was a form to running. It was just, you just, I was in cross country <laughs> when I was younger. Maybe you could have been faster. Maybe I could have been faster had I known there was an actual form. I just got out, just out the road and the way we went. That's it, you know. So what are the, what are the, what are, what are your, what's your, some of your best times? Um, my best time is 25.04 from, which was yesterday actually. Um, hey. I run JV, so I'm not like a varsity time runner or anything, but I'm proud of that. But uh, you're also a captain, right? Yeah. Okay. Captain, yeah. So, uh, is that this is three point one, three point two miles, something uh, like that? It's five yeah. k, right? Yeah, is basically yeah. what it is. Well, how about you? Um, my oh, yeah. fastest is around uh, twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Yeah. Okay, that's a, that's and that's. You a, ran really uh, close to that yesterday. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so we have a PR. Yeah. And she says that you know she's just JV, but one of the strong tenets in me that I believe in and I want to instill in everyone is that it does not matter your speed. Fast or slow, everyone is working together on this team, and everyone's working hard to better themselves. And that's what I think is so beautiful about cross country, is that again, you're just trying to improve yourself every day. So I saw a couple of pictures on Facebook, and all I saw was fields and a gravel road. So, <laughs> so, so, so where, where are you running? What's going on? What? I mean, how do you get motivated running out on a gravel road? Now, granted, I've, I've done that, so I understand that, but. Um, I think it's mostly just like the team environment. It's a lot easier to run long runs when you're with other people who are helping to push you. And we also do runs in like the Carlton Arb and places that are prettier, but sometimes you are just like out on a gravel road and it may not be the most interesting location, but I think running with a bunch of people who are there to support you and you're all kind of going through the same thing, it makes it worthwhile. So do you, do you keep them all on pace or do you let like somebody just go, boom, just take off and, and run? One of like you're, like if you're t- if you've got your top runners, let's say that are going to compete, right? I mean, are you just going to you know you let's say you do a twelve or fourteen? What is the longest you'll run? Um, for them, ten. Okay, so if you got a ten mile run going on and you just say ready go, and then everyone just takes off, or do you keep it at a certain pace and certain pace every day in our plan in our season has a definite purpose to it, and they know that. Mm-hmm. And so some days are aerobic where we want to be at a specific percentage of heart rate i know that and so but i try to simplify it for them so they all know that they're doing what they need to do every day and right now is the time when i really try to customize plans which is hard to do when you have a team of 85 kids but we have some of our city runners wow yeah (laughs) we have some of our varsity runners that now that have they just need a little bit of a different training plan. And so we really do try to customize it so that everyone can have their best races at conference and sections. So how far are we, How far along are we in the season? Are we halfway through? Um, a little more than halfway. Little, yeah, a little more than halfway. There's like about a month left, I think. So yeah, how have so. you two, personally, do you think you've been doing? I think I've been doing really good. And I plan on getting faster with the help of my team because they really push me a whole lot during the are season. Are you a senior this year? Yeah, Okay, so this is your... Your so your last, last opportunity year. to do something for yourself. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a particular goal or something like that in mind? Um, my goal is to break twenty and get nineteen. So okay. Hopefully, our whole team can go state too. That'd be amazing. Uh, yeah. If you made the whole, <laughs> the whole team did go, that's great because yeah. it, it does. It is there is state and then there's individual, right? Or yeah, it, yep. yeah, yeah. How about yourself? Um, well, I'm a senior as well, and I really this season's been going really well for me. I've dealt with injuries the past couple seasons, which I think held me back. But this season, I've been going along without any injuries so I'm hoping that continues and I really want to break 25 minutes and I've gotten really close yesterday so that's kind of my goal for the end of the season. Nice and then how about uh, aspirations afterwards you going to college somewhere? Yeah I think I'm definitely going to go to a liberal arts college I'm not sure where yet but I'm applying right now I'm probably not going to run on a team but I'm definitely going to continue running either just on my own or in a club or something like that. 
Yeah, there's a couple of liberal arts schools, I think, right in town here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you think about those? Yeah, Any I, of those? Or? I'm applying to Carleton, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, then you could become a volunteer coach. I could. Hey, <laughs> there we go. Well, okay, so you're a captain. <laughs> yeah. What uh, What does she bestow upon you as, as a captain, um, <sighs> wow. like responsibilities? That's a long <laughs> list. Um, I think leadership. I've become. I've been able to develop my own leadership skills after seeing what Coach Nicole and the other coaches do. She's also taught me so much about running that I'm able to pass on to the younger runners who maybe don't know as much or haven't been on the team as long. And that's been really beneficial for me to help kind of develop as a person and as a leader, but also for everyone else on the team who I'm getting to work with and guide. How about you, Adriana? You, uh, how long have you been? Is this your first year captain or have you been a captain um, for a couple of years? This is my first year being captain and this is my fourth year actually on the team. And it's just nice seeing the team, like, grow together, especially this year, because we're all kind of encouraging each other to do our best. And we have tons of depth this year. It's amazing. It's insane, I think. Uh, now, you're saying 85. Is that just the women's, or is that men and women? Men and women. women. Okay. Mm-hmm. How, many, how, many are the, how many are on your, the, the girls' team, specifically? Ooh. About 50. Wow. Which is a the lot. biggest that we've had. Yeah. Wow. A lot of girls. Talk about herding cats. Um, <laughs> so... But so what what is some of your responsibilities as well or what do you do on a day-to-day basis when you got the team out in front of you? Um on a day-to-day basis, I kind of encourage other people as much as I can to make sure that they go for their goals and achieve what they need to during the season. So does that does that take away from you at all? Do you think that, you know, like maybe your own personal, um, you know, goals or something like that? I mean, are you are you staying back or maybe not running as hard or any of that or what are you doing some additional coaching or training along the way um i'm just kind of doing what coaching goal gives me and then trying my best going my hardest to see how far and how fast i can push myself okay so nicole do you then is are there days that you do like uh weight training or or muscle training and or speed um you know you know you've got the you've got the duration you got durability you got the 10 mile runs and stuff like that but do you have a day where you just do sprints or something like that yeah each each season is built where I develop them aerobically and strength-wise, and then we move into VO2 max intervals, then threshold, and then we tune up with some race pace work and some shorter, faster stuff. Could you explain that in English for me, what she just said there? <laughs> well, that made total sense. <laughs> <laughs> it made sense to you guys, right? Yeah, well, it makes sense well, yeah, to Yeah, because they know what it is now. Yeah. Cause you've been teaching. yeah, I've been teaching it, and I do try to teach as when I'm coaching to say, this is why we're doing it. And I think your first year, you were like, what? Yeah, <laughs> I was a little lost at first. But my goal is to create lifelong runners. And so yeah. I want them to be able to open up any magazine or any training plan and be like, oh, okay, this makes sense to me. Do yeah. you, uh, is there any training for like end of a race to get the kick, if you will? Kick to the end? Yeah. Uh, some of that is inherent in a runner. Sometimes you have a kick or sometimes you don't. But we do strides at once, at potentially twice a week. And that really helps with that. And then we'll do some progression runs, and then the speed stuff that we do at the end of the season will also help with that kick. But really, you can only get maybe a place with a kick. Really, what I teach is that you can get 10 places by racing smart and racing hard throughout the race. So that's what we focus on more. Right. I think, I think when, when I ran, it was... You want to maintain a, a solid pace the whole way, and then as, you know, but coach... Uh, uh, buddy, brother, it was brother Eddie Roca, actually, was my coach. And uh, he'd always try to, you know, the last 400 yards, he wanted us to, to really put it into gear. And, and to, you know, we would sprint that 400 yards, basically. Yep. And, and and it hurt. <laughs> 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 I mean, yeah, it was tough, you know, because you're, you're already three three miles into it. And, and then it's like, run! It's like, oh, my God, I am running! <laughs> so, but uh, that's good. So, uh, last night. Tournament last night, meet last night, um, there was a whole bunch of teams? Yep, we went to Red Wing. There was about 12 teams on the boys and girls side. And the girls snuck out the win over all 12 of those, so that's their third win in a row. Wow. Which is really huge. <clears throat> yeah. So huge. this going to state thing could be a possibility, maybe. Yeah. Possibility. Oh, it's yeah. still, <laughs> it's, it's like an Olympic trials dream for yeah. these ladies. Because Farmington always, always goes. They have... Probably three of their runners that are 19-minute gals. 
So they're super strong. And then Lakeville South is super strong. And our number one runner is actually out with a stress fracture. So we've been doing everything that we have. All the results have been great, even without her. So to be able to make it without her will be really tough. But I'm all about those big goals. And the team, again, we've trained as smart as and hard as we could have. So So we've got a shot. Stress fracture. That's, I mean, I know AJ... Reister ran uh, cross country I think last year, and he had a bunch of stress for fractures and stuff like that that kind of prohibit him from from running. Is there any hope that she'll be back before the season's over? Or? There's maybe a slim chance, but I'm I'm bracing that she won't be, and the whole team is prepared that she won't be. And if she is, it'll be great, and we'll mm-hmm. celebrate that. But we didn't want the contrary. We didn't want to count on her being back and then not having her, and then so- be crushed. So out of the 50 people, who gets to run in these uh, events? Everybody or? Top seven are varsity, and then everyone else gets to run a JV. And you run. Everyone get everyone yeah. gets to go. Oh, yeah. So yeah. we're talking hundreds of people out there yeah. running yeah. all the time. It's yeah. a big race. So it was pretty warm yesterday. It was like 80 degrees. How did yeah. you How did yes. you fare with that? I mean, it was. A, <laughs> you, I mean, it's, it's October, yeah. and it's 80 yeah. degrees. I mean, that's got to be kind of. I don't know. Was it tough? <laughs> yeah, it was It was definitely kind of tough. Um, I was able to pace really well, which is something that Coach really emphasized this week. And I was really proud of myself for the way that I was able to run smart. But definitely when I got to, like, the second mile, I was pretty hot and sweaty, and I was kind of ready to give up. But I kept going, and I think um, most of the – or pretty much all the girls on our team did extremely well. So I think all of our hard work paid off, even though it was really warm outside, maybe not the best conditions. Did they have hydration stations for you? Oh, yeah. They have a little Gatorade thing that we can get water from. So we just take a bunch of water before we go and dump it at our heads and stuff. Really? Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you do the old grab the cup, slam it, and throw it in the thing? No, and, and... no, no, not, not during the race. <laughs> not during the race? No. I oh, wish. really? Okay, <laughs> so there is a – so like last night it was warm. I mean, you yep. could overheat. So they, the... they do that before the race, mm-hmm. and oh, then there's and nothing that, during. That's it? Oh, really? Nothing in there. Okay. That's what I, I figured. I figured they would start doing something like that. Yeah, or, or road like races that. they do it all the time, but yeah. No, yeah. not for cross country. Not on the cross country. Well, mm-hmm. ladies, we just, we're going to hope it cools down. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, it, yeah, Hopefully. it's uh, seventy, seventy-two, seventy-four, <laughs> seventy-one, seventy-six for the week. So, wow. yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a nice. Uh, yeah. Well, keep hydrated, right. ladies. Yeah, That's we all will. I can tell you. <laughs> well, congratulations on your win yesterday. Yay! Third, what well, third row? Yep, third, 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 third meet in a row. Wow, Northfield Raiders cross country team. Uh, AJ will be in here a little bit later too. Maybe he'll update a, me on how the guys did. But uh, Adriana Fleming, captain, uh, mm-hmm. coach Nicole Porath, and Julia Tassava. Tassava. <laughs> okay, I can't read much, but that's that's all. That's all good. It must be the yeah dirt in my eyes. But thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, we enjoyed having you. Uh, good luck to. Both of you uh, in the future, you know, uh, have fun this year. That's the biggest thing. Mm -hmm. Key is to have some fun. Enjoy each other's company. Um, Cherish those friendships, you know. Uh, They'll they'll last a lifetime for you, so that'll be awesome. So we want to thank everyone for coming in today. Thank Thank you you so much. All righty, congratulations to our cross-country team, and we'll have more coming up on the Raider Wrap right here on KYMN. Professional Pride Realty is Northfield's only locally owned and operated realty company. Professional Pride Realty has experienced local agents with first-hand knowledge of the ever-changing markets. The realtors and staff at Professional Pride are longtime members of the community and provide a wealth of knowledge of the local markets. They're genuine people who build genuine relationships. Whether it's time to sell your current home or looking to buy or upgrade to a new home, let Professional Pride and their Your call has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging system. Five.
Hello? Coach. Hi, Rich. Jimmy. Oh, this is Jimmy. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Hi, we'll be ready yeah, to go here in a sec. It's my caller ID. All righty. <laughs> Number. That's Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Agency in Wanamingo at wgomutual.com. And welcome back to a Raider Wrap on a Saturday morning. Good morning. October 2nd already. Uh, it looks like we are on our way to about 71 here today, and we're at 69 right now, so the temperature will kind of be steady throughout the rest of today. And it's going to be kind of a, some overcast showers, uh, maybe some, some hints of some showers, or maybe even a thunderstorm or two later on today with a 60% chance of showers, 22 minutes after 10 o'clock under mostly cloudy skies and 69 in the valley. And let's get up to date what's going on. With our Raider football team, and Coach Brent Yule joins us again for this Saturday morning update. Good morning, Coach. How you doing today? I'm doing all right. Thanks for asking. So we had a uh, we had a home game yesterday, and uh, Oatana, which is always a, a a grind and a and a, a matchup between two uh, high high competitors, and uh, Oatana seems to have got the best of you there. Um, give us give us uh, kind of a recap of some of the highlights of of last night's game. Yeah, I mean, hats off to Oatana. They're, they're a good football team. They're always well coached. You know, um, you know, I was I was on the on the staff there for for a year and and got to know the guys. They have they have uh, you know exceptional coaching staff and. Got some good players over there as well. Um, you know, really, it's, it's it's kind of been kind of been the same same story as last week. Uh, we gave up some big plays right away. We found ourselves down fourteen nothing in the first what seemed like thirty seconds of the game. It was probably more like three or four minutes, but uh, we just started really slow. After that, we kind of battled back and got it to fourteen seven and had a chance to uh, defense started playing pretty well and kind of flying around to the ball and, and making a bunch of stops and creating some turnovers again and had an opportunity. I think we were inside the 10 or maybe inside the 15 yard line going into score and couldn't come away with points right before the first half. So um, that was kind of a momentum killer as well. It'd have been nice to go in 14, 14 at, at halftime and then, and then, uh, and then battle in the second half. Um, and then, yeah, we came out in the second half and had a big stop right away defensively. And again, the kids were really flying around and, um, and then we, uh, you know, we, we had to, we didn't, we didn't move the ball as much as we wanted to offensively, and um, you know, just giving Oatana more chances to, to make plays on offense, and with the good coaching staff that they have and the good players that they have, they found a way to do it. So, I was really proud of our kids. Though I thought we fought hard. Um, you know, in, in high school sports, it's really easy for kids to to quit when they get down early like that, and uh, and our kids didn't do that. They kept fighting. They kept battling. So I'm proud of them for that. So. Uh... Early on in the season, the first couple three games, you were averaging you know like twenty four, twenty five points offensively in the last couple of games. Um, do you attribute that to a defensive scheme that the other teams, um, New Prague and Owatonna, came up against, or or what what what, what do you find as um, you know the, the decrease in that offensive um, scoring? Just consistency. Um, we just got to be more consistent. It's not just on the offensive side of the ball. It's on the defensive side of the ball. Um, we, we, we just have to be more consistent with what we do. Um, you know, you, you can watch plays defensively where, you know, we shut them down and when they run a specific, a specific uh, a play. And, um, and then, you know, four or five plays later, or a couple drives later, they do the same play and, and, and they get a bunch of yards or get a big play off of it. It's because we're not consistent with, with what we're doing. So that's one thing as a, as a team standpoint. First off, we got to start fast. Um, and and we just got to be consistent with what we do. So next stop looks like uh, Rochester Century, and there you, you got to go down to Rochester for that one. And then you got a home game against Mankato West, and then it looks like uh, everything else from that point will probably uh, be on the road. So you've you've only got a couple of games left here. Um, is this a shortened season by any means? I mean, is this? I mean, because normally don't you have like nine, ten, or more games? No, we play eight games. So, but it's in like seven and a half weeks because of MEA break. So, 
um, it's it's the same thing. And then after NEA, we have we have playoffs. Um, so and then that goes. It's all just kind of condensed from there, so they can get it all in before um, you know they, they kind of work their way backwards from the from the state championship game and kind of work their way back throughout the season. Um, so yeah, we go to Rochester. Rochester's a good team. Uh, you know, the record maybe doesn't show it. I think they got their first win last night against Austin, but. They played Oatana to a, a three-point game or whatever it was, and um, they battled with New Prague. So uh, they're always they're well coached too. I mean, so we're gonna have to show up and and play the most complete game that, that we played all year. Um, so and I, I hope I think the kids will be ready for the challenge, and we'll uh, see what happens here as we prepare throughout the week. So did you? You already did your film this morning. Yep. So you you did yeah you went through the film with the with the guys. Um, and then he did some more weights and stuff like that today. Yep. Yep. And then you'll just con- continue. So then Monday now, so now you, now you got that done, you'll give him a little rest tomorrow, I'm assuming. And then you'll come back and hit it hard again on Monday and, and your focus will be on Rochester century, or will you look back at uh, the game against Olatana at all throughout the week? No, we won't do either. We'll focus on us. We need to be, we need to be better at being us and, doing the fundamentals of the game and being more disciplined on both sides of the ball and doing our jobs and um, just playing for each other. If, 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 we can t- if we improve at that, it's going to improve the, uh, at, at all facets of the game for sure. Is there anything that Rochester Century does or throws at you that you'll try to prepare for at all? Um, you know, they're just sound. Like I said, they're well coached, so they have, they have a sound offensive scheme. They always, they've always really, uh, would really fly around on defense and, um, it appears that they that they do that again this year with some of the guys. You know, we haven't been able to watch a ton of film on them, but um, we'll kind of get at that here today and tomorrow. But yeah, I mean, they'll, they'll be a they'll, it's, they'll be a tough opponent for sure. Uh, like I said, defensively, especially they usually have kids that are just hard nosed kids and they like to run and hit. So we're going to have to match that type of physicality for sure when we play against them. But primarily, your practice or your focus throughout the week is us. Meaning, okay, we got to make sure we're running our lanes we got to be in our spots we have to be doing our thing and if we do those right things we can compete with anybody Is that kind of fair that's exactly that's exactly right that's that's the approach that that we're going to take is um you know we just of course we're going to have have some ideas like you know offensively defensively what's what century does or our next opponent does and we're going to try to take away what they do best and make them adapt to you know make them do something different um or go to a different player that maybe isn't their best player, and uh, we'll try our best to scheme something up so we can do that. But really, the biggest focus needs to be on what we do as a, as a team. Uh, we just need to be better at running our scheme and be better at the fundamentals of the game. So, what's uh, what's in store for you for the remainder of the uh, weekend? Then, are you going to continue to study film? You going to go golfing? You going to relax? What do you got going on? Well, film for sure. Um, film for sure so i can uh yeah we'll be watching rochester as far as relaxing go i have three little kids too so that usually doesn't happen very often <laughs> so um, between film and family time that's about it that's about it well that's what life is all about isn't it that's right appreciate you joining us again this week we'll catch up to you next week and uh let's get a victory against rochester century get back to 500 so we can uh you know and then you got mankato west uh, those guys are uh they're doing pretty well this year, too. So you got a couple more games ahead of you, but concentrate on the, the one ahead, and uh, good luck to you and the entire team. Thanks for joining us, Coach. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. You bet. Brent Ewell, head coach of the Northfield Raiders, as they get defeated last night 26-7, to and next Friday uh, they'll get back on the old gridiron and get after it as they take on Rochester Century in Rochester. Uh, that will be next Friday, and you will be able to catch all the action right here on KYMN. A.J. Reister will do all the play-by-play, followed up with uh, AM1080. You can catch us there, or you can stream us on KYMNradio.net for all Raider football games. It's 1030. We'll be back with more on the Raider Wrap right here on KYMN. Hi, Dr. Michael Ritchie, Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center. So what do you get when you combine Southern Minnesota's most experienced LASIK surgeon with Southern Minnesota's newest, most advanced laser center? At Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center, we have the Alcon Allegretto laser featuring the latest wavefront technology, the Contura. 
Combine that with my experience, you get peace of mind. Richie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center. Hi, this is Barb from Professional Dental Group, letting you know that the doctors and staff are proud to call themselves Norfield Raiders sports fans. Professional Dental Group has delivered the same exceptional care for over 35 years. Whether you are scheduling for a general visit or an emergency appointment, we are excited to see your smile. So on behalf of Dr. Becky Johnson, Dr. Brian Craby, Dr. John Nowak, and Dr. Tyler Yonke, go Raiders! Since 1876, Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Agency has proudly offered homeowners and farmers fire, wind, and auto insurance. With Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Company, all decisions are made locally so you can expect quick, responsive claim service with agents who know your name. So for homeowners, farm combination packages along with fire, wind, or auto insurance quotes, contact an insurance company that knows you by name, not your policy number. That's Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Agency in Wanamingo at wgomutual.com. Hey, good morning, and welcome back to a Raider Wrap here on KYMN. 28 minutes before 11 o'clock. Gophers kick it off today again against Purdue starting at 11 o'clock as well. And we want to get up to date on what's going on with all of our sports and or activities. Let's kick it over to Mr. A.J. Reister. A.J., what's going on in the world of sports for Northfield? Welcome back to the Raider Scoreboard on the Raider Wrap on KYMN 95.1. The one we've got a lot of scores to go through here today, so let's start off with some girls soccer who tied Winona on Tuesday one to one. Catherine Hubers had the lone goal for the Raiders. The girls soccer team lost to Rochester Mayo on Thursday four to one. Ava Stancina had the lone goal for the Raiders in that one as they dropped to two eight and one on the season and sit in eighth place in the Big Nine Conference. The boys' soccer team lost to Winona on Tuesday 4-3 and then also lost to Rochester Mayo on Thursday 4-1. They dropped to 3-6 on the season and sit in 10th place in the Big 9 Conference. The volleyball team beat Rochester Century on Tuesday 3-0. They won the first set 26-24, the second set 25-14, and the third set 25-21. Sydney Janes led the team in kills with 11. The volleyball team also swept Austin on Thursday 3 to nothing. They won the first set 25 to 12, the second 25 to 10, and the third 25 to 13. Sydney Janes again led the team in kills with 13. The Raiders improved to 13 and 4 and sit in first place in the Big 9 Conference. The football team lost on Friday 26-7 against Owatonna. The lone touchdown was a pass from Soren Richardson to Tate Jernell in the first quarter as Owatonna scored 17 points in the first half and 9 in the second half. The Raiders dropped to 2-3 and three and sit in 5th place in the Big 9 Conference. Today, the girls' tennis team competes in the Big 9 Conference Tournament in Rochester at 9 a.m. Thank you for listening to this segment of the Raiders Scoreboard on Raider App. Be sure to stay tuned in for more sports right here on KYMN 95.1, The One. Are you in the market for a new home or considering remodeling your current home? Schmidt Homes and Schmidt Homes Remodeling should be your first and last call. Schmidt Homes, known for their innovative designs, uncompromising quality and craftsmanship, superior service while maintaining their reputation of fairness, honesty, and integrity for over 30 years. They're the only builder in the area to offer an in-house designer and a showroom to make your selections. They have over 30 new building lots available in Northfield. Check out their website at SchmidtHomes.com for more information. At Community Resource Bank, you can bank from anywhere, anytime you want. The CRB mobile banking app makes it easy to keep track of your balances, pay bills, transfer funds between accounts, and deposit checks anytime, night or day. With branches in Northfield, Cannon Falls, and Roseville, we can offer solutions for business, residential, and investment accounts. Community Resource Bank, let's bank together. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Fall into savings with cooler weather means hotter deals here at Northfield Ford Chrysler. Visit us to see the latest F-150 trucks along with pre-owned cars and trucks available in every price range and fall into savings. Come see the difference at Northfield Ford Chrysler. If you're ready for an extraordinary sales experience, we're ready to serve. Open six days a week, located on Highway 3 here in Northfield. From the Northfield Ford Chrysler team, the home of the best price guarantee, Go Raiders! 
Heritage Dental Care is a general dental clinic that has been a part of the community for over 50 years. They specialize in a variety of dental procedures and services. Comfort and convenience are the hallmarks of Heritage Dental Care. New patients and emergencies are welcomed five days a week, Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Make an appointment today with Drs. David Brust, David Buck, Amy Finn, or Michael Thompson. And welcome back to a Raider Wrap on this Saturday morning, second day of October. Hey, uh, you celebrating a birthday today? Well, guess what? So is Mahatma Gandhi. Uh, he was a pacifist, and uh, his birthday was celebrated on October 2nd. Groucho Marx, comedian Groucho Marx, if you remember that person. Bud Abbott, if you remember Abbott and Costello, you know, like who's on first, what's on second, third base. Um, and then Steve Sable, filmmaker for the NFL uh, shares a birthday with you today. So congratulations for enjoying your birthday today. It's going to be sunshine, part, partly sun, sunny here and there, a little bit of little bit of overcast skies throughout the day, maybe a chance of some showers later on this afternoon. There's about a 60% chance uh, that you could see a little bit of rain and or thunderstorms today, a high of 71. Tonight, scattered showers then some isolated showers after about 4 o'clock in the morning. So on the overnight, maybe a little bit of rain in the in the overnight until early morning. And then a cooling off to only about 57. Then for tomorrow, Sunday, there's about a 10% chance of some precipitation. But otherwise, it's going to be partly sunny and a high again near 70. For tomorrow night, looks like mostly clear skies and a low around 49. So getting some nice cool temperatures in the overnight but then on Monday, it goes right back to 70. And then Tuesday, looks like 71 for Tuesday. Wednesday, 71. Thursday, 72. Friday, sunny and 74. Abnormally warm temperatures for this date in history. 69. With I got a little hint of some sunshine out there, but mostly cloudy skies. 22 minutes in front of 11 o'clock here on KYMN. A.J. Reister catches up with Grace Nuker. In an interview of a one-on-one with Meet the Raiders. AJ, what you got to say? Welcome back to Raider Rap. I'm AJ Reister, Raider Class of 2022, here with a Northfield alum, Grace Nuger. How are you doing today? I'm good, AJ. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. How has your summer been going? How What you been up to? Um, well, I've been working at the pool. It's been super fun. It's my fourth year working there, and it's just a great time. Um, and then for working out, I've been going to ETS Performance in Lakeville in the mornings, and that's been really helpful, too. Nice. And you are a head guard now at the pool. How how'd you get that position? <laughs> um, well, I applied last year um, for my third year working there. And, I mean, it just worked out. Like, it's a great group of people, and we all just love everyone else who works there. Yes, it is a lot of fun. Talked with Jack last week, and... He's working at the pool. He's a head guard as well, and we all just have a great time hanging out together. Yes, for sure. Yes. Now, remind me, what year did you graduate Northfield High School? I graduated in 2020. 2020. What sports did you do in your four-year high school career? Well, I did soccer in the fall and then track and field in the spring. Track and field in the spring. Now, let's see, 2020, your second half of the year was cut short. Am I right? Yes. Yes, so... How how was that for you? How did, how did you handle all of that? I mean, it sucked. Um, we missed out on a lot of the big milestones that you expect as a senior. We missed prom, lock-in, graduation, and just all like, the fun. The real of a man, I've no Like, have everyone come together and with the Adopt-A-Senior thing.
first semester, I took a psych class, a chem class, chem and bio lab in Spanish. And in the spring, I took Spanish bio chem. school I knew I wanted to go into medicine in some way that's good I'm glad you're enjoying it and all that stuff thank you and what kind of sports are you participating in at Kenyon um, I'm on the women's soccer team and women's track and field team how are both of those sports going for you I love both of them. Like, going into college as an athlete, like you have, especially for me as a dual-sport athlete, you have two, like, huge groups of friends right off the bat, um, which was great for me, especially with COVID, because it was really hard to meet people because we all, like, had different restrictions and everything. Um, Unfortunately, we did not have seasons for either sports. We were able to have one track meet in the spring, which went pretty well, but... Obviously nothing close to a real season. What kind of schools do you compete up against in soccer and track and field? What other colleges are you kind of competing against? So we're in the North Coast Athletic Conference, the NCAC, um, and it's mainly schools in Ohio, Indiana. I think there are a couple in Illinois, maybe one or two in Pennsylvania. Um, so it's just like the central Midwest pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um so we have like Denison is probably our biggest rival. Um, they're a school. They're pretty much the exact same school as Kenyon, just a little, little different. Um, like Allegheny, DePaul, schools like that. We have competed against some Minnesota schools in the past. Um, none for soccer this year, uh, but we'll see. There you go. And how do you? How does Kenyon stack up against those kind of schools? Do you guys typically dominate? Do you struggle a little bit? You're kind of in the middle. Um, for soccer, we've been. Definitely in the upper half in the past couple of years. Um, we've made the NCAC tournament, um, I think, for the last, like, five, six, seven years. Yeah. Um, we won in 2017, made it 2018, um, made it 2019, 2020. We don't know. Yeah. Um, but it, it's looking like we'll be really strong next year. We have a great incoming class coming in. Um, and my class still really hasn't had a chance to, like, prove mm. ourselves in a game, so we're all ready for that. That's awesome. And then the track team um, typically has been, hasn't scored super well in big meets, but we have a lot of individual standouts. I mean, you know for track how it is a team sport, but, like, if you have really good individuals, like, that can help you as a team. So we're focusing on building that program a little bit more. We'll talk about COVID-19 a little bit because obviously that affected basically everything from our everyday lives to school, the sports. I mean, how did it affect your everyday life with academics? Um, well, first semester, I was really lucky to have all my classes in person. Um, Join us for New Alms 26th Annual Oktoberfest, Friday and Saturday, October 5th and 6th, and October 12th and 13th at the Holiday Inn New Alm. Experience authentic German entertainment, beverages, food, arts and crafts.
the situation. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. And then how did COVID-19 affect soccer and track and field for you? We talked about how last week with Jack swimming, they had to wear their mask before they got in the pool. For ultimate, they had to wear it the whole time, even when they were running. How did it, how is it for soccer and track? It was pretty similar um, with soccer. We had to wear it in the locker room when we were walking down. When we were warming up, we were allowed to take it off like when we were practicing because we had we had phases. The NCAA set phases for team sports, I believe. Um, but so for the first two weeks of practice, we were not allowed to pass the ball to each other because we, one of the guidelines that NCAA set was no sharing of equipment. Hmm. So we couldn't pass balls to each other. We couldn't shoot. We couldn't have any contact for the first four weeks actually wow so that definitely uh impacted the program a lot (laughs) yeah and then with track we had to wear masks at all times so imagine we were doing like 300 repeats split fours like everything with a mask on which was not ideal and was definitely a lot harder yeah i bet and did when things kind of started to loosen up, did, were you guys able to take off your mask when you were running, or did you still have to wear them? Um, I think there was one week that we were allowed to take off our masks for working sets if we were, like, running on our own. Yeah. Like, we couldn't do it if we were running in, like, a group of three or something. But so at Kenyon in the fall, we only had, I think, three COVID cases the whole semester, and we were really careful, And then, which is, like, really good compared to other schools of Kenyon yeah. size. And then in the spring, we had a lot more. Still not a ton. Like, it was still relatively small compared to other schools. But we'd have, like, maybe 10 cases at a time. And so they were a lot stricter second semester, even though things were, you know, on the up in the country as a whole. Yeah, yeah. And then you said you didn't have any soccer games this year, right? Yeah, well, the team had two scrimmages in the spring, but because I was with track... I yeah. couldn't participate in those. Did you say you had one track meet? Yeah. Was that virtual or were you able to do that in person? We were able to do that in person, which is great. It was a quad meet. Um, so we, you know, had the experience of like getting on the bus, like <laughs> having that two and a half hour drive, competing, getting a team meal. Um, it was just a little bit adjusted with social distancing and masks. Well, I'm glad you guys were able to do that, have a little bit of fun with it kind of towards the end of the year and get that team experience. So yeah. that's awesome. My final question for you, Grace, is when do you go back to Kenyon? When do you, when we have to say goodbye to you until next <laughs> summer? <laughs> well, I officially move in on the 18th, um, but I'll probably be leaving on August 17th. August 17th. Yeah, it's okay. a long drive. Yeah, yeah, I bet you're going all the way out there. That's That's yeah. a long drive, but... We'll miss you, Grace. <laughs> well, thank you. I'll miss everyone, too. <laughs> yes. But well, thank you, Grace, for coming on the show today. I had a great time, and have a great rest of your summer. Thank you. You too, AJ. Yeah, thank you. We've got more sports coming up. You're listening to KYMN 95.1, The One. Hi, this is Paul Ryland from Johnson Ryland Homes. Another new addition that's coming to Dundas is called Tower Heights. It's an extension of the Bridgewater Heights neighborhood up by the roundabout on Highway 1. We're going to have about 30 single-family lots, and they are ready now. Hit our website today, jrbr.builders. Johnson Ryland Builders Remodelers, where custom-built homes meet your budget and your dreams. Hi, Dr. Michael Ritchie, Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center. You may have heard we now have Southern Minnesota's newest LASIK Center, a fixed laser site at our Faribault location with the latest technology available. But it isn't just technology that makes for a good LASIK experience. I've been doing this for 25 years. I have over 10,000 LASIK procedures under my belt, and that's when I stopped counting 10 years ago. Ritchie Eye Clinic. Check us out, RitchieEyeClinic.com. Are you in the market for a new home or considering remodeling your current home? Schmidt Homes and Schmidt Homes Remodeling should be your first and last call. Schmidt Homes, known for their innovative designs, uncompromising quality and craftsmanship, superior service, while maintaining their reputation of fairness, honesty, and integrity for over 30 years. They're the only builder in the area to offer an in-house designer and a showroom to make your selections. They have over 30 new building lots available in Northfield. Check out their website at SchmidtHomes.com for more information.
Welcome back to a Raider Wrap with Jimmy LaRue and A.J. Reister. It is about eight minutes in front of uh, <coughs> 11 o'clock here on KYMN. Don't forget to uh, check out Raider football against Rochester Century. That's going to be next week. That'll be 7 o'clock right here on KYMN. It is the second day of October. We're going to be about 71 today. Cloudy skies and uh, 69 currently. Jimmy LaRue bidding you. I do. Have a good one and enjoy. Radio, True Variety, 95.1, The One. Keep up with local news and events. Rich Larson hosts a daily newscast Monday through Friday, as well as updates and other community news. And it's free. Stop by KYMNRadio.net frequently and look for updates on our Facebook page for news stories and community events. KYMN Radio is 95.1, The One.